Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Amos chapter 5, verses 18 through 27. Amos, the prophet of God to the northern kingdom of Israel, which is guilty of unrighteousness and injustice, guilty of practicing false religion and kind of faking their religion, guilty of feeling an entitled position with God, even though their hearts are far from him. Let's just jump right in and check some of this out. 18 through 27 in chapter 5. Woe to you who desire the day of the Lord. Why would you have the day of the Lord? It is darkness and not light, as if a man fled from a lion and a bear met him, or went into the house and leaned his hand against the wall and a serpent bit him. Is not the day of the Lord darkness and not light, and gloom with no brightness in it? So this first section is talking about the day of the Lord. And back then the people of Israel would have assumed that the day of the Lord was going to be a very good day for them. The Lord is going to set things right geopolitically and and put the people of Israel at the top of the heap and and put all the other nations around them down. These are the favored people of God. These are the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And they just have this sense of entitlement like, well, of course, when the day of the Lord comes, he's going to take care of us and he's going to punish our enemies. And what God through Amos is saying right here is, no, no, no. Uh, The day of the Lord isn't going to be kind to you because I'm not primarily punishing people or blessing people based on what family they're part of. Rather, I'm punishing or blessing people based on the posture of their hearts toward me. And you, sadly, my people, Israel, you're in the right family, so to speak, but your hearts are far from me. And so the day of the Lord isn't going to be light to you. It's going to be darkness to you. It's going to be like fleeing from a lion and running into a bear. I love that imagery trying to set their minds straight. And by the way, this is in 760 BC. This is prior to the Assyrians coming and taking them down in 722. So this is probably hard to imagine for them. They're thinking that it's just going to be bliss and victory after victory into infinity from the position that they're hearing this. But that will not be the case as we know from biblical and secular history. Verse 21, I hate, I despise your feasts. I take no delight in your solemn assemblies. Even though you offer me your burnt offerings and your grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the peace offerings of your fattened animals, I will not look upon them. Take away from me the noise of your songs. I love that. The noise of your songs. To the melody of your harps, I will not listen. But let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever flowing stream. So what God's saying here, and and I love this and I can relate to this in a modern in a modern day application. Guys, stop going through the motions of your ritualistic religion. Stop doing the feasts. Stop doing the solemn assemblies. Stop doing the grain offerings. I'm sick and tired of the noise of your music because you go through these motions and you think that by just you know checking the box of sacrifice A or ritual B or solemn assembly C, you just think by checking these boxes that I'm going to be pleased and satisfied. I'm not interested in that external stuff primarily. The external stuff does matter. I mean, it's very clear in the Old Testament when he laid out the laws for sacrifices and the Levitical stuff, it, that matters, but it's secondary to 
their hearts being committed to the Lord. And it's obvious that their hearts are not committed to the Lord because there's nothing about their daily behavior, the way that they operate, that is consistent with the beliefs or the faith or the rituals that they jump through. So he says in verse 24, stop doing all that garbage. Let justice roll down like waters. Let righteousness flow like an ever-flowing stream. So we should look at these words, righteous and justice. Justice. These are big words and common words throughout the prophets, but particularly in the book of Isaiah. So here's what the ESV Study Bible says justice is. Justice is much more than legal equity. It refers to the entire scope of God's government of his world. Thus, to do justice involves, on the part of government, a fair and just use of power and proper functioning of a fair judicial system, especially to protect the weak from the strong. Now, that doesn't mean to give favor to the weak over the strong. The word justice today, friends, is getting thrown around like crazy. Economic justice, racial justice, social justice. Sometimes when you hear the media social media or pop culture talk about justice today, it's almost like instead of just protecting the weak from the strong, let me let me keep reading this, I'll finish my point. It also means on the part of individuals, justice involves honest and fair business dealings and faithfulness to keep one's word, as well as not taking advantage of the poor or those with less power or protection. Sometimes when you listen to people talk about justice today, they're not, they're not just saying uh, that people without uh, the poor or people without protection or with less power shouldn't be taken advantage of. They're saying, actually, those people should be given the right to take advantage of other people to make up for previous injustices. So when we hear the world talking about justice, we better take it with a grain of salt. We better go back to Scripture and understand what does Scripture mean when it's talking about justice. Righteousness, of course, pretty simple. It involves doing what is right in the sight of God, especially with regard to conduct toward others. So he says, let justice roll down like waters. Let righteousness flow like an ever-flowing stream. Don't jump through religious hoops, but show me with your lives and your actions that your hearts are close to me and that you are serious about the things that I, the Lord, am serious about. Did you bring to me sacrifices and offerings during the 40 years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? You shall take up your Sikuth, your king, and Kayun, your star god, your images that you made for yourselves, and I will send you into exile beyond Damascus, says the Lord, whose name is the God of hosts. That's exactly what happened. He's talking about the Assyrian Empire coming and taking them down in something like 40 years, 35, 40 years from them, quite a prophecy. And when we get to this idea of if you're serious about the Lord, it's not just jumping through religious hoops, but it's righteousness and justice pouring out of you. The truth is that, friends, we can't be righteous on our own. We're incapable of the kind of righteousness that God requires. God knew this back then. He knew it at the beginning of time. He knew it in the garden. He knew it during all the historical books, and he knows it now. And so what he has done is he's provided the perfect righteousness that he requires for us. He's done that in the person of Jesus Christ, his son, who lived on this earth and didn't sin one time. He was perfect and holy in every way and therefore earned the right to be in communion with God. And then in dying on the cross and rising again, 
He offers to anyone from any tribe, tongue, or nation the opportunity through faith in him to also have that righteousness so that we could be in communion with our Father, not because of anything we've earned, but what's been given us from what Christ has earned. That's the heart of the gospel. That's where this whole story is pointing to. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.